okay wow guys the latest chapter of one piece was so mind-blowing a lot has been spelled out and regurgitated that we have so much to talk about so this is what this episode of the nerd fix is going to be about today hello guys this is jade from the nerd fix back at it again and back from hawaii with a new episode of the nerd fix the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime manga video games and everything under the sun and in this episode we're going to be talking about the latest chapter of one piece titled a new morning so for those of you who have read the latest chapter of one piece sit back relax and get ready for your fix So at the beginning of the chapter, we start with a cover page with um, Germa 66, uh, an emotionless exertion, volume 14, with the scientists who failed to escape, which shows the Germa siblings escaping, being observed by Caesar Clown. So it shows Caesar Clown with that weird haircut and activating what appears to be the power of the Gasugasa no Mi, but I just find that very interesting of two of the... Uh, of the German siblings of being spied on by by Caesar Clown while they are trying while they are escaping and I find that to be a comedic. But with that said and done, let's get started with the chapter. We start off with the five elders discussing the recent events that occurred in the Wano country, being informed by the remaining CP0 agents of the following. Nika, that being of the awakening of the Hitohito no Mi Malo Nika, and the defeat of Big Mom and Kaido during the raid of Onigashima. One of the elders commented that this information would have been impossible to censor and even asked the other elders what they should do about this information. In the meantime, the agent on the other hand returned to the world government station outside of Wano, reporting that Zunisha has left the area. Another elder, on the other hand, responded that the country should keep its borders its closed and, and an invasion will be thwarted, but asked the agent to capture, to capture Nico Robin. So they're still on the, on the premise of capturing Nico Robin, so this is still going to be going on, so I'm curious to see how this is all going to go down. But... They're unable to hear to hear what's going to the latter of this with the signal being jammed. With a mysterious voice on the other hand, on the other end, stating that to stay in position and they would be and they would be over soon. So we don't know who this mysterious voice is, but I'm pretty sure in the next chapter we're gonna be getting that answer very soon. We then pan over to the Onigashima castle, where X-Drake encounters Basil Hawkins, who is heavily wounded and is, un- and is barely able to stand up. He learns that Drake is still a member of the Marines, even though he was a, pir- even though he was a-, a pirate undercover, and later refused- but he refuses to re- confirm this. Hawkins, on the other hand, sits in a leaning against the pillar and reveals to to drake he worked for kaido because he because he won't stand a chance if he refused and he acknowledged how kid and killer continued resisting despite certain death and revealed to drake 
a certain man who had a 1% chance of surviving the raid was himself. And even with all the revelation that he revealed to Drake, he then faints from his injuries. Seven days have finally passed since the end of the raid and the fire festival, and at a nearby school in the fire capital, a, te- a new teacher has been replaced as replaced Sarahibe and, re- and revises the, the history course with a lesson on the life of Kosuke Odin. With that, the citizens also begin learn that Kumurasaki was Kosuke Hiyori, and Kawamuma Azu saved her from the burning castle. And they also enjoyed drinking clean water and an abundance of food. So being able to see this montage of the new life in the fire capital really actually puts a smile on my face. And they even begin to discuss the man who defeated Kaido was someone by the name of Joy Boy. And they thought that he is no longer in that he's no longer in the country. So being able to see the kids learning about the history of Wano and how an evil force such as Kaido has been defeated by Joy Boy actually is pretty uplifting to see how history is now changing and they are able to now see how things are beginning to change for the good of both Wano and all over the new world. Meanwhile, we pan over at the graveyard in Ringo, where Koamatsu and Kianamon discuss the building of a temple in dedication to Kozuki Oden including his fellow Daimo, Mio. In the end, they would do this in tribute to Ashura Dojo and Izo. There, Onimaru returns to Kawamatsu and Marco, where has also arrived at the temple, and they take into account to those who have in- who are injured, and they also pray for their recovery. Which, I do say that is a really nice way of being able to send and honor out to not only those who have died from from the battle, but also as a, a send-off to those who have sacrificed thems- who have sacrificed themselves for the safety and the protection and freedom of the people of Wano. We then pan over to to the former Orochi Castle where Yamato is sitting on top there. She's overjoyed after hearing from Hiori. Luffy and Zoro are awake and fully recovered while Momonos- with Momonososuke, who is overjoyed seeing Nami again, glumps her say- that he's relieved to see her again. But instead of being hugged by her, he he ends up getting kicked in the face. Which in which in gang this which by that <laughs> I will admit is kind of funny. With this, Luffy and Zoro Fail to acknowledge, fail to acknowledge Munasosuke has been grown, is grown, and attempts to grab, and even though he does attempt to grab Nami, he, he has been sent, he's been kicked by her, only for him to acknowledge that he's still eight years old. To which she says, I guess that is a point, but still, even though he does physically look 28 years old, Keep in mind, he's still eight years old. So that's kind of like confusing at the same time, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I still think it's a little bit kind of. Uh. Meanwhile, 
Sanji and Brooke mock Marlon Sosuke. They are welcoming him to the adult world and can no longer have the privilege of staying with Nami. And with that, Yamato teases him by putting putting a plate on, on his head. <laughs> to which Momonosuke basically scolds her for this because of this kind of joke. In the meantime, Nami invites Yamato to take a bath together, noting that her prayers have been answered. But she refuses because there are no shared baths in the castle. Sanji learned Sanji, on the other hand, we then get a funny moment where he learned that Yori was the one who cleaned Zoro while he was recovering. And this turned into a, a basic brawl between the two because Sanji, a man who is a lover of women, is upset of the fact that Yori tended to Zoro's wounds with her being a beautiful woman. And oh boy, this was not something that he liked. Sanji no likey. And with that, Kiko Nojo joins the women in Yamato's stead, decided to join Yam to join the women in Yamato's stead. And she joined and instead Yamato joins the men as they bathe in, in the castle of Onsen. And <laughs> and in that panel, we see that Sanji has yet another nosebleed. To which I think I would find that funny. That Yamato decides to bathe with the men and Brooke looks like he's overjoyed about this. Sanji, on the other hand, has another nosebleed. That's a bit funny. Nami, on the other hand, joins the female retainers and the female end on the Odsen. Then, after the bath, we see the citizens celebrating the return of the Kozuki family as the Shogun of Wano. In the, all the while, Frankie and Usopp are joined by Minamoto. Minatomo and fixing the ship as well as General Frankie as Togake, Port, and U- Udon. Meanwhile, also, we pan over to Beppo and Killer, amazed by Frankie's robot, but but Kid and Law and the rest of the crew, not to become attached, are not so much because they uh, they are trying not to be attached with the other groups. All the while, Scratch Menapu arrives being carried by Envy and brought a copy of the of the newspaper with the headline being the new emperors of this of the sea and their bounties. And with this, it is revealed what the new ones are, and it's shown that the new emperors are now, believe it or not, Monkey D. Luffy, Marshall D. Teach, aka Blackbeard. Red Hair Shanks, and finally, and I kid you not, Buggy the Clown. Yes, Buggy the Clown is now a Yonko. He went from a Warlord of the Sea to now a Yonko. I'm still questioning how someone like him is now a Yonko, but it happened. But we're probably talking more about this probably when the next chapter comes out. But anyways... Then we pan to the final panel where it shows Ryoku Gyo floating in the air nearby in the Wano mainland, where there's like a flower attached to his head where it looks like he's flying. And there he's talking with Sakazuki, who is the fleet admiral, and told him not to cause any kind of commotion via a Dendemushi. And that is where the chapter ends. Oh boy. 
Then the Green Bull is about to touch down on Wano. So things are going to be interesting. So with the flower that's attached onto the Green Bull, we probably don't know what it is, but there's a high speculation that his double fruit could be connected to plants. So I probably kind of suggest that it could be like a plant plant fruit of some sort. I don't know what it would be, but that could be a question I will be asking in the questionnaire at the end of the at the end of this episode. So I'm pretty excited about what the next chapter is going to be, and I cannot wait to see what Green Bull is going to do in the next chapter. So excitement for that. So what did you guys think of the latest chapter of One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? I thought it was amazing and I really liked how this was all planned out. And not to mention, I really loved how they did the introduction to a Green Bull about with him approaching Wano from the sky. This is really going to be interesting of how he's going to make his dramatic entrance and also how he's going to display his double through. This is going to be awesome. But this is going to be a questionnaire I will be putting in the end of this episode on Spotify of what do you think the Green Bull's Dole Fruit is going to be? Personally, I know it's going to be revolved around plants because from what has been shown so far in the latest chapter, it does show him having a large flower on his back that is used for flight. So I do highly believe that it is going to be a revolt about plants of some sort but we don't know but let me know in the questionnaire i will be posting on spotify at the end of the episode and for those of you who have stuck around towards the end thank you so much for listening and i do apologize for the long hiatus of mine i was away at hawaii celebrating my mother's 60th birthday and it was so much fun in maui it was really peaceful a lot of sun a lot of time I was spending in the ocean, I got to snorkel with the turtles and the fishes, and it was a blast. And anyways, thank you so much for listening, and to end the episode as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand episode. Later!